Welcome to Trial by Wine. We take a closer look at crimes that highlight how fascinating humans can be. Schmitty, Swanee and Clarky visit crimes and run them through their jury of three, debating both sides of the case to agree an appropriate, if totally fictitious, sentence. Please be advised, Trial by Wine may include explicit or disturbing content and will include drunken rambling. Listener discretion is advised. All right. How are we? Tired. Yeah, still- <laughs> <laughs> I just did that as a joke. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm full of beans. How are you? Yeah, good. So it's what he's tired because she just did a rip snorter of a story and we're doing <laughs> two back to back. So that's fair enough. So as I've probably just intimated, we have literally gone from one to another, but are we drinking anything different this time? Ooh, well, so last time I was telling you that we were going to have the dry rosé from mm-hmm. Yering. Uh, mm-hmm. It's actually quite nice. It is dry. It is rosé and it's been delicious. So mm-hmm. yeah, thanks, Yeri. That's what we're having. Because I'm sure everyone's on the edge of their seat wondering, gosh, I wonder what Carla will be having and water and well, straight. Yeah, just water by the same. That's about it. You're not mixing that water with anything? <laughs> no, just water at the moment. I'm hosting oh, a little get-together soon. A little D&G. <laughs> no, D&D. I don't know what D&G is. Dottie Gabbana party. <laughs> of course That's he is. That's probably more your speed, Carla. Yes, that would, well, it would be nice. That would be nice. I'd, I'd We're not in Monaco now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Not when you're hosting a Dungeons and Dragons afternoon for some kitty winks. But anyway. And Schmitty, where Schmitty? did you land? Halfway through the other episode, even though I knew I had to keep myself neat, um, I was saying earlier that I hurt my back yesterday I was picking like hitching the trailer and I lifted it up and it was a bad angle and I've pulled something in my lower back I've tweaked my lower back and so it's very sore so Stuart actually made a <laughs> comment suggesting that Bailey's would be a good idea so in my trouble why does it have I like an anti-inflammatory or something Bailey's yeah. <laughs> and or Bailey's and Nurofen yes yeah. Bailey's for now but it has a nice calm do you rub it on the, the got, spot just cup, just chop a couple of uh, neurofens in. Well. I'll have them later. So who are we? I'm Schmitty. I'm Swanee. And I'm Clarky. And together, together we are, are Trial by, by Wine. Bailey's and Water. Not all mixed together, otherwise it would be Trial by Puke. That would be a basic. Oh, it wouldn't be good at all. Or a hot burp. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, goodness. On that Isn't it note. terrible? <laughs> Just the thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very descriptive. Mm. Yes. Very it's simple. It's such a. Oh, I know. Isn't that strange? It's such oh. a. Simple and we've all had them. Well, I did have indigestion the other night. That can lead to hot burp. I was going to say, you might be calling that something different going forward. And it might be now. Oh. I think I've got a hot burp coming. That was after the street party, wasn't it? Mm. Christmas. Oh, party. your street party was cute. Yeah. Oh, Did you have like so. um like big concrete blocks to like close yeah, off the road? Closed. They shut our road off. Wow. Because of the floods. Shut indefinitely. So we thought, oh. oh, let's have a Christmas oh, party that there. Makes then. more sense. I was wondering why that was there. I thought that's someone's gone to a lot of effort. Yeah. No. So it's literally <laughs> it's also dangerous. Yeah, Someone's it's... driving at a hundred down the road <laughs> in this concrete block. I saw that. So Don't I mind had, us, we're having a Christmas party. I, I, was mowing, I was mowing the lawns on the weekend and someone drives past and there's literally like six signs saying road closed ahead and one of them's big light board and all this sort of yeah. shit. So he goes past and so I wave thinking, oh, if he's going this far, he must be local. Someone he must know him, yeah. So then he must go down, get to the concrete <laughs> bollards, 
do a U-turn, come back, and he flags me down on the ride-on and goes, Mate, what's going on with the road? Is the road closed That's a back jewel. there? And I, like, I'm still going to say, no. <laughs> what? Mate, you've gone past six signs that say road closed and massive concrete bollards across the road and you're asking if it's closed. You've got to drive faster at them. Were you making a reference to the film Jewel then? <laughs> I think I was. You were. I think no. I was. I, I'm impressed by that. Oh. No, Carla. The Steven oh. Spielberg like one. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the truck driver. He, he looked like he was like, he's going to take you off. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, she got that, Schmitty. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No is idea. It like, is it like blanks. a movie, what, the very first movie Steven Spielberg ever did or something? Yeah. Oh, and it's, yeah, it, there's it's nobody. Scary. It's just yeah. like a oh, truck jewel chasing it. Is it D-U-A-L? Jewel or Jewel? Yeah. Oh, not J-U-W-A. I was jewel. thinking no. Jewel. What's no, that no, got no, to do jewel. with trucks? And it's like, jewel cab. You do a Jewel. It's like, get on the road on the ride on mower. Really scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on your ride. Get rid of those concrete blocks, mate. Come on, (laughs) places to go. Okay, so it's my story this week. This time I thought we could go back to God's own country, Kerala. Oh, we're back in India? Or is that Sri Lanka? Back in India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, back in India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, The the, the last one I did was all about the snakes. Oh, yeah. That's right. I think this is the problem that I have. I obviously go back to the same sources and and I'm always looking at these sort of American ones and I want to find a story set in India, but I'm not looking at the right sources. Well, look, I'll tell you what. (laughs) When we get to the end of this one, you'll appreciate that it's actually quite hard to get information on a story from India. I bet. The good news is that this one doesn't feature any snakes. Thank you. That's all right. But when I edited that, I cannot believe not one of us took the opportunity to quote Samuel L. Jackson from Snakes on a Plane in that whole episode. My sources for today's story are the hindustantimes.com, cnn.com, gulfnews.com, nytimes.com, theindianexpress.com and every podcaster's best friend, Wikipedia. Yay! Yay! (laughs) On this occasion, though, she was a bit light on for details, which makes sense when we get further into this story. She being Wikipedia. That is always the mystery. She She being being Wiki. You never know what she's going to do. The lady Wiki. You never know what she's going to give. Sometimes she gives too much. Sometimes she doesn't give nearly enough. Sometimes she doesn't give enough. Sometimes she wants to direct me in other directions to the one person that I'm not interested in the crime. You know what I mean? That's I feel like you just described how Tony would describe me. Yeah, she's complicated. Sometimes she gives too much. Sometimes she doesn't give enough. Sometimes she's trying to redirect me. me. (laughs) That's right. Just so that you know, a massive storm has just broken out over the top of me. I'm going to keep going, but if you're hearing it, I can't do anything about Mother Nature. Wow. So this is a tragedy, not of Greek proportions, but Indian. This is either the story of a great deal of illness and terrible luck besetting a household or something much more nefarious. Is it? Or nefarious. A bad case of the runs? (laughs) No, it's not a bad case of the runs. Sounds like a song title. COVID? Bad case of the runs. What am I thinking? I thought you were saying Man on the Run. Band on, on the Run. run. No, Fox not on the run. run. No, no, this, no, I don't know. It might come to me later. I believe the accused has not been sentenced yet in a court of law. So I will absolutely at the outset of the story say I'm telling this from the perspective of the police and the prosecution. And from what I can see, the local media who are all very confident that they've got their lady. However, just in case it all turns out to be wrong and bearing in mind that our whole show show is for entertainment purposes only, I am doing the big caveat at the top of the show to say that what follows is allegedly what happened. You are in dangerous territory, girlfriend. Yes, I'm in dangerous territory. That's where I like to play. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, so back in 1972 or 1973, depending on what I was reading, a child was born. Just one. So was I. Oh, well, that, that, I know, I and know. And this is the story of Carla Swan, the end. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I say maybe 72 or 73 is because the whole way through this, depending on what I'm reading, Got I get twice. different facts. Yeah. I'm just doing a hot burp. Oh, oh yes. Oh. <laughs> See, it's the Baileys. Is it hot or spicy? The, the hot throws me. No, hot. It, it burns. Little, it was actually yeah. just Indigestion. a burp. Because it's actually. The, the acidic one is your hot yeah, burp. Yeah, yeah. Right? No, no, no. That's right. your hot burp. If, I kept, if I'd kept drinking the mango chutneys, I would have had an acidic burp. But no, because I'm on Baileys, it, it pushes it all. It's like Gaviscon. Yeah. I thought it was I don't really have that experience. But does anybody else, <laughs> my my version of the hot burp would be based on a tomato bolognese sauce that I used to have as a child. Oh, yes. That is one that is my hot burn. So this child that I at some time in our past said was born was so uninteresting that there is nothing about them documented until many years later. So in 1998, and again, I've got conflicting accounts, Jolly Yama, and at least they agree on her first name. Her name is Jolly Yama. How's it spelled? J-O-L-L-I-Y-A-M-M-A, like Jolly Yama. Jolly Yama. Jolly Yama. Yeah, right. Mixed martial arts And sometimes I've no, no. Jolly a mixed martial arts. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't (laughs) know. Oh, goodness me. (laughs) So, yeah, no, Jolly Armour. It's not jolly with a mixed martial arts degree at the end. But anyway, they often call, they, they spell it differently, but pretty much that's her name. She was married, <laughs> sorry, she moved, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you, everything is spelled differently depending on the sources. Names are spelled different, like it's, this is not is an this, easy one to get you. Yeah, is this, this is why I was earlier when you said, I'd love to do a story of India. I'm like, it takes work uh, and perseverance. I think you should have. In that case, I won't bother. You should have said that this story is loosely based on a true story. Yeah, it is. It's totally loosely based on a true story. Yeah. And I'm going to apologise now for butchering the pronunciation of some of these things because I didn't look them all up. I think that, I think that's an excellent apology, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she moved to Kuratayi oh, God. in Korikot, Kerala. <laughs> Having married her husband, Roy Thomas, after a brief love affair, Jolly Armour held an MCOM, which from a cursory Googleage is a Master of Commerce or something along those lines, which sounds pretty good. Jolly, as she was known, thank goodness we got rid of the mixed martial arts, yeah, and Roy lived happily in his parents' house for four years, having two bouncing baby boys in the process. Jolly was described by the neighbours as a most excellent woman. She was loving (laughs) and caring and would do... Whatever she could to help if anyone was ill, tutored some of the other kids. She was a very good Christian, attending church regularly. And that's the story? (laughs) (laughs) It was lovely to meet you, Jolly Ma. Thank you, Schmitty. That's been a cracker. And we'll see you next week. She was articulate and chatty, very personable and an all-round lovely person. And, you know, of course, her name was Jolly. Having said that, her mother-in-law really thought she should go and get a job. Where was her mother-in-law? In the same house as her. So Rob Thomas. Jo- Jolly married Rob Thomas. Was it Rob Thomas from a band? Matchbox from a band. Matchbox <laughs> from a band. <laughs> <laughs> it totally was, yes. It's not Rob Thomas, it's Roy Ro- yeah, Thomas. Yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even been drinking, Swanee. Oh, God. Roy Rob Thomas. Thomas. Oh, don't worry. The whole way through, I'm like, why is Rob Thomas in this? And I'm like, it's not. It's Roy. But it's Roy Str- Thomas Angler? No, no. And what? Look, 
when you know, I said earlier about names and stuff, the house has got a name. And for a long time, I thought the people who lived in the house, that was their surname. And then I realized it wasn't their surname. So all I could find that I could confirm was that the name was Thomas. Right. I don't know why it's an Anglo name, but it just is. Right. Also got to remember. That's strange. India was, oh, yeah. India was yeah, controlled yeah, yeah. and colonized by the UK. So Rob Thomas's brother, Roy. Roy, twin brother, I think. Roy is Roy. Indian. Not, not identical twin, Kerala, no. That throws me. In Cory Cod. I looked that one up. Cory Cod. Living in there with I don't even uh, know what you're parents. saying. God, I'm ignorant. It's a place in, in Yeah, Carolina. I know, but I, yeah, anyway. Her mother-in-law told her to go get a job. She encouraged Jolly to do a Bachelor of Education and when it seemed that this was finished, after all, Jolly was off at uni during the week leaving the kids with Nana, Roy's mum <laughs> thought it was fair that she should get a job. Around that time, she told her mother-in-law and family that she'd been offered a guest lecturer role at the prestigious National Institute of Technology in Calicut. Was that true? University. Or is that a lie? Well, we'll get to there. Which I think we would all agree was a pretty awesome job by yeah, standards. standards. Absolutely. Like if you were actually offered that. It's not after the manager of the Sun City Gym. No, no. But then sometime after that, because she'd yeah. been a guest lecturer for a period of time, yeah. she was offered a contract. So she was basically given tenure and she was a professor there and she had to travel about half an hour to the university from home during the week. So, again, leaving the kids with probably her mother-in-law. So she thought she'd move to Australia and become an Uber driver? No, not yet. Not no, yet. That, that's, not, that's not where don't, this turns out. Yeah. I know that you're shocked by that, but don't you find that everybody you drive an Uber, they're the most educated people, although they're certainly here. It's unbelievable. No? No, but I do find that there are students who come to where I work yeah. and they, yes, they have like doctorates. Yes, and they're, they're so educated. Super, super educated, yeah. but they they can't get them recognised in, in Australia and so they have to go and do something else. I always or, find yeah. it really embarrassing. I'll be sitting there talking to someone and they'll be like, what do you do? And then they'll tell me and I'm like, oh, my God, you're so educated. So, no, no, that, that is not, that's the, not the direction, not the direction this is headed. Takes. So she's, no. okay, that's, so she's staying there. Yep. Yeah. So all was jolly in the world. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Until one day. Did you write that yourself August, or did Wikipedia did. write that? One day in August of 2002, that Indian tragedy struck when Jolly's mother in law, Anima. Anna, I don't know how to say it. Anama? It's A double N A double M A. Mixed Anima? martial arts at the end. <laughs> Anima, I don't know, I'm sorry, at 57 years of age, died after enjoying a hearty mutton soup. Now, she had been what ill. A way I, to hope go. I hope it was dressed up as lamb soup. <laughs> it wasn't, it was just mutton. But she had been ill, she'd been on some medication and she'd reacted badly a month or so earlier. So no one kind of was that surprised, even though she was only 57. Oh. The neighbours recalled that the joy seemed to go out of their lives for a time after Anima died. Oh. Things were just not the same. She must have been Still, a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it sounds like she was she was the matriarch, yeah, right? So yeah. she had it all going on. Yeah. Life went on in the Ponamatum house. Why is that the Thomas house? Well, this is the thing, right? I think the house is actually called Ponamatum. Oh, right. And this was my confusion because it was like their name was Ponamatum, yeah. Thomas Ponamatum. Yeah. And then I heard a reference where it was actually, no, the house itself was called that. And I'm like, I am so confused. I cannot work out. And I found it hard to believe their name was Thomas also. Yeah. We didn't get tickets when Maxbox 20 came to India. Here we go, right? So Jolly looked after her husband. Plus the backstage party. You'd think. You'd think. That's the real crime here, I can tell. (laughs) (laughs) 
So Jolly looked after her husband, Roy, twin brother to Rob, her sons. Non-identical. Her father-in-law, Tom Thomas. Come on. <laughs> Your Uncle Matthew. Was, was, had a, tell me. A different name, but I couldn't pronounce was it. Was Tom so Thomas a good navigator? Tom Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last laugh you get there. Anyway, she continued her professorial work and, of course, continued to impress the neighbours with her convivial manners and charm. Then again. Tragedy struck. That Indian tragedy, that's right. What is that Indian tragedy? Why is it different to other tragedies? No, it's all all this dumb joke I've got in my head about it being a Greek tragedy, but it's not Greek tragedy. Sorry, I'm just not on the same page. I think I'm there now. Thank you. I don't think anyone is. It's okay. So, again, with that Indian tragedy, in 2008, Tom Thomas. (laughs) In 2008, Tom Thomas. Her father-in-law collapsed and died. Mutton soup. Oh, come on. No way, mate. No way. No, but it was six years later. Yeah, no yeah, way. That's... How old was he? Anyway, 57? Nah. 66. Jolly called the neighbour, Mohammed Baba, who recalled the incident as such. Was he related to Tony? Not Baba, Baba with a V. <laughs> Only people of our age even know who Tony Barber is. This is what Muhammad Barber, who's the neighbour, said. In August 2008, Barber remembered hearing the sound of someone being violently ill next door. He said Jolly called him and calmly told him that Roy Thomas's 66-year-old father, Tom Thomas, wasn't well. When Barber got there, he said he found Tom Thomas lying flat on his back, foaming at the mouth. Barber took him to hospital where doctors declared him dead from a heart attack. Was Jolly given the wrong name? (laughs) She's very convivial. She's very nice. Everyone likes her. She's a lovely person. Jolly murderer. Mm, I don't know. We'll find out. Jury's out. By now, poor Jolly and Roy are starting to think they're cursed. Anima was only 57 years old, Tom was 66, and both taken so tragically before their time and four years and four days apart, which is, I thought was just a weird coincidence. On the plus side, though, Jolly was the sole beneficiary. There was a whole lot more room in the oh. house. Jolly was no. the sole beneficiary of her step parents. Of Tom's will, yeah. Not Rob or Roy. Well, it's multiple accounts again. So in one account, it was left to both Roy and Jolly. In other accounts, uh, Jolly was left all of the money. and all. And wow. The that sounds weird. Now, the house itself, which she now owns at this point, is a lovely pink pastel house. And Tom, the, on the front gate, there's actually a little plaque on it that says Tom Thomas's house. The house, Ponomatum, is a spacious affair with lovely balconies with white balustrades. And I don't know what style you'd call it, but it did remind me of some McMansion with Euro style bits. It's like a, it's a big house. Is it colonial it? style? Mm, yeah, probably. I don't know. I mean, the balustrades and the kind of, it's got a couple of columns in there as well. I don't know. I don't know what you call it, but yeah, probably it is colonial style. Life went on. I suppose two parental deaths in four years might feel close, but not that weird. As I said, Anima had pre-existing illnesses and there wasn't an autopsy done because no one was shocked that she passed away. And and there was no autopsy done on Tom either. So Jolly kept to her work at the university and Roy did whatever Roy did because I couldn't find anything on what Roy actually did other than a suggestion that he had an alcohol problem and he didn't have a steady income. So he was an unemployed drunk. At uni, did she teach legal studies or as I like to call it how to get away with murder (laughs) 
No, no, she didn't. So life moved on, right? Because even though Roy was a, you know, a bit of a drunk and a bit of a no account river fella, until did you just introduce that then? It's a quote from uh, Showboat. Sorry, I was going to say I just that, is that just like such a schmitty thing to say? I've got there'll be some obscure reference. What if he's some no account river fella? <laughs> then I'd stop loving him. Oh no, you wouldn't. Once a woman like you starts to love a man, she don't stop so easy. Anyway, uh, until 2011, when poor old poor Roy killed himself. I know that is going oh. quickly. So we've gone from 2002 with the mother-in-law passing, 2008 with the father-in-law passing, and now poor Roy has killed himself. Is that because he couldn't stand the jolly nature of jolly? I think it was put down to financial difficulties. Or as I like to call her, Angelina. (laughs) Now, again, when this happened, Jolly called on her neighbour, Barbara, again, who who found Roy lying on the bathroom floor foaming at the mouth. Oh, come on. Now, this time, Roy's Uncle Matthew insisted that a post-mortem take place. Uncle Matthew? Yeah, the post-mortem showed that he'd eaten a curry and rice. (laughs) Uh, I think it was a chickpea rice. Sorry, a chickpea curry and rice. We've all had one of those curries. But there were traces of poison in his system. Oh, Oh, For some reason, that's right, which, again, there is absolutely no useful information on, it was decided he'd killed himself due to financial difficulties and no further investigation. Are you (laughs) kidding? Oh, God. Jolly would later tell people. My work here is done. Not Jolly, she was making an omelette. I'll get to that. Jolly would later tell people that he died of a heart attack, most likely to avoid the embarrassment of the, of the stigma of her husband. Of being called a life. murderer. Unsurprisingly, after that, Jolly withdrew from the community. She wasn't that friendly or close to local people, but we didn't really mind, as we knew that she was a woman and a widow too. Yeah, thank you. Carla what does just that did a mean? Swift double take. Yeah, I think it's a cultural thing. Bishumon, who used to drive Joseph and Roy's Thomas's eldest son, what Joseph and Roy Thomas's eldest son to school. Sorry, Joseph is Jolly's last name. Jolly Joseph. Uh-huh. These yeah. people are not, not Thomas. This, is this, Don't ask me. Are you sure this is a true story? It is. Yeah. So I put that quote in because I actually take umbrage at the statement that she was a woman, so it was acceptable that she didn't talk to anyone. But I do appreciate there are significant cultural differences between downtown Melbourne and Corricod. So poor old Uncle Matthew, who insisted on the postmortem, died in 2014. What? Three years Finding later. Finding at the again, mouth? From a heart attack. Oh, come on. Someone should be checking the cholesterol. Oh, I'm going to say. God, yeah. I'm going to say. That yeah. Indian yeah. tragedy. Too much. What's the then, name of the fat they use? Um, Ghee. Ghee. These people are their name. They're just having too many, you know, big English breakfast and sausages and <laughs> I don't bacon. think they are. Four hash browns. I can't cope with the names. It really bothers me. Fat. It gets harder for me, so just bear with. <laughs> then Alphane. That's what Tony says. Oh, how hard nah. can it be? I can guess what's going to happen at this point. Then the dry, everybody you've introduced so far, then in another couple of years, then <laughs> died of a heart attack. Another couple of years later, oh, they died of a heart attack. I can guess. You're, close. <laughs> you're so good at picking patterns, Swanee. Oh, I know. <laughs> okay, this one's going to upset you, though, oh. so no jokes. Alphane, or Alphine, I've seen it written multiple ways, the two-year-old daughter of Shaju Sakaharias, Roy's cousin, died after allegedly choking on food at a christening ceremony. So two-year-old baby. It's all just too tragic. It's all just too coincidental. Jeepers. I wonder her name wasn't Mary. 
At this point, the family had lost five people and a toddler. Oh, God. Oh, and this terrible fate that had descended on the family was not done. Two years later, in 2016, Alphane's mother, Silly, died at the age Come of on. 43. Come <laughs> on. Silly. Silly. At what age? Sorry, S-I-L-I. This story silly. is silly. silly. I don't know. How old is she? 43. Oh, okay. 43. It is, yeah. But Sounds jolly silly to me. Lots of families lose who we get. Was huh. it the, not every, the mother no, of the No, 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 no. Why is that? The, so the toddler yeah. and her mother, the toddler passed away, then the mother passed away. Now, the mother was married to Roy's cousin. Right. So Roy's cousin's wife and daughter have died. Let me just get the whiteboard and I'll plot it out. I've got it. I've got a picture for you in a moment. You. It makes it easier. We'll put that on socials for and everyone. You do need it. Yeah, you do need it. Yeah. However, not everything was doom and gloom. In 2017, a year after Silly's death, Jolly married her widower, her dead husband's cousin, Saju Sakirias. And I think the whole, I've seen it spelled as Zakirias, and that's why I made the whole Greek tragedy <laughs> joke because it sounds like a Greek name. It doesn't sound like an Indian name. So 14 years had passed, and as we know from other killers, they don't generally take their time like this. So apart from the, let's call it extensive death count, what sparked any suspicion that foul play was at foot? Sorry, it was afoot. <laughs> it's a movable feast. It is in point of fact. Anyway, as of course, as it turns out, the fact that Tom Thomas had allegedly left everything to Jolly and Roy in his new will was a bit surprising. I mean, she was a woman, so there's that. <laughs> the neighbour. <laughs> Where's she? Where's I'm your sorry. drunk old? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> the drunk. Yeah. It's the feminist in me going. Well, you know, she was a woman, so oh. you know, we wouldn't leave her anything. Oh, I see. Anyway, sorry. No, no, don't be. You go, girlfriend. <laughs> When I wrote this, I wasn't. You use your platform. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the whole, you know, it's fine that she withdraws from the community because, you know, she's a woman and a widower. Uh, Anyway, it's different community. I get it. The neighbor Barva, our mate, said that he'd seen the new version of the will and Tom's brother, okay, now, in the court documents. Finally, Rob Thomas. (laughs) No, Rejo or Rojo. Or Reggie. some other pronunciation of both of them. Reg. Let's call him Reggie. Let's call him Reg. In the court documents, it's Rego, so I'm going with that because surely they'd get it right. But every other news outlet has called him Rojo. Schmitty, anyway, I'm not so- sure if it's you or your sources that don't sound credible, but, <laughs> but something just isn't adding up here. Okay, so this dude, Reggie. And or Rojo. Rojo Reg- Reg- might be right because... There's also a sister, Renji. Oh, I don't even, I can't even bother talking Lord. about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Carla's lost. Stop it. You're Carla's hurting lost me. I, look, I knew that was the, the names would have been the hardest things. All right. So Reggie, who was living in the USA, decided to do some investigation of his own. Now, I'm not sure how he went about it, given that he was living in the US, but Google. he was able to discover... Yeah, maybe, but he was able to discover that our mate Jolly was, you guessed it, not a professor at the prestigious National Institute of Technology in Calicut, or Calicut, I don't know if it's in Calicut, sorry, National Institute of Technology Calicut University. So for 14 years, 14 years, she'd been going off to work at the NIT 
Returning dutifully, although I did read in one article at the Times of India that she was running a beauty parlor somewhere, but then someone else said she just went to the beauty, beauty parlor. Beauty school you know, dropout. I don't, I don't think we know what she was doing in her time for the 14 years. Do we really not know? No. <sighs> this is the thing. There is so much stuff on her that's all the same. There is no just, fact to this story and a whole lot of ridiculous names. I'm really <laughs> pleased that you are getting to where I got with this, Okay. So, okay, so apparently she's doing all those things, but we don't know whether she did. Then there was all this thing about her qualifications because it turns out she didn't have one. So, you know the old BCOM I talked about? The MCOM. MCOM. MCOM that I talked about earlier. Well, there were also reports of what kind of qual she allegedly had. So the aforementioned MCOM, BTEC, BCOM, UCG net were all mentioned. Spotted qual. (laughs) She didn't have any. She was a college dropout. Um, Beauty school dropout. Dropout. Your graduation day is something. Anyway. Okay. So, but no one believed Ray Joe when he said, uh, red flags, this woman is not who she says she is because A, it sounded a bit far-fetched, but also he's an uncle-in-law of hers and because he's Tom, Thomas's brother and none of the money was left to him. So you could think that, you know, he's just out of sorts. Sour grapes. Correct. Or is he? So, not put out by everyone thinking he had it all wrong, Reggie asked for a copy of the postmortem that had been carried out on Roy and found that whilst Jolly had said that she'd been cooking an omelette for Roy on the night of his death, remember you were talking about the curry and whatever, he'd actually eaten a dinner of rice and chickpea curry. Bum, bum, bum! I mean, that's, you know, that's it, isn't it? <laughs> that's the Smoking hook, yeah. gun. <laughs> yeah. When confronted... She was insistent that she was making an omelette. Well, he must have got takeaway. Maybe he doesn't like my cooking. This is the thing. Like, when did he eat this food? She might have been making an omelette. Doesn't mean he ate it. Anyway. We've all had dinner before we've gone to someone's house for dinner because we know they're a shit cook. Yeah. And that, (laughs) hang on. Hang on a minute. (laughs) Hold the phone. Not you. That nosy neighbour barber, remember him? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He also became more and more suspicious because he's got nothing else to do. As in he became more suspicious of Jolly or he became more suspicious himself? Jolly. Yeah. Yeah. No, good point, mate. Mm. At this point, Nosy Barber joined forces with Reggie. (laughs) (laughs) And they became a pair of amateur sleuths. Not to be confused with Noisy Barber. Or Tony Barber. Or Tony Barber. That's right. Or Noisy Barber. It was also a Noisy Barber. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. So they were mulling over all the info they had on the family deaths and the only thing that linked all of them was that Jolly was present each time. And survived. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. Yes, but I'm not totally sure why that's compelling, although when you think you about not? it, she lived No, because she lived with her in-laws. Who all died. And her husband. <laughs> Who died. And her Uncle Matthew. Who died. Yeah, but she lived with them. She's around them all the time. And they died over a span of like yeah. 14 you years. You don't think that's compelling? Have... No, I don't. What about the bubby? I will give you that Alphine or Alf, whatever her name was and Silly were odd, as in... They didn't live with them. Well, that's why she killed them. But they were at family events, you know, and deaths, the deaths happened at home or at family events. So she was, my point is, right, she was part of a family community. They go to all the same events. They're all at the same stuff. That's how they hang out together. So, you know, like if someone dies and you're there, like other people were there too. Barbara was there. At every single one of them? 
Well, not the other two, but he, he Barber was at all the other deaths, yes. Are you sure? He was he living next door. He says he showed up later. Yeah, he showed he up says after. he showed up later. Yeah, but she was he there says. cooking omelettes and people anyway, were dying with chickpea curries in their bellies. Whilst, yes, there have been six people in the family who have died over 14 years. It's a long time, right? And I don't know. I'm not convinced. Anyway. What a load of old shit. Okay, I can see where you're falling on the side. What, what side oh, of the fence you're falling on already? did it. There's all at right. least well, enough you, room for suspicion. You and a whole bunch of other people are, are on that side. Okay, so in 2019, regardless of the fact that they really had no proof whatsoever and at best some circumstantial evidence, Rejo slash Rojo and Barva complained to the police who told them to go away as it was a suicide. This is about Roy. Mm. However, they didn't take no for an answer and they went on to the crime unit of the Corricod police who were having a slow day so they agreed they should look into it. Did you add when you said they were having having a slow day? day. Yes, yes. And they did. They did look into it. The police confirmed that although Jolly had an ID card from the university, she had lied about her role as a professor up to, to up her status. The best she did at the uni was buy tea at the canteen. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what the police said? Apparently that's what she did. She'd pop in sometimes and have a cup of tea. Have a cup of tea. Cup yeah. of tea, Steve. Cup of tea. Allegedly, they found over 50 discrepancies between her statements and other evidence. But as we're basically finding this woman guilty through the media, no one has said what they actually were. And to be honest, the more I read about it, the less I believe there's actually any non-circumstantial or hard evidence against her. All six people have been exhumed for forensic testing. And at this point in the story, the only one we know had a poison in, in his system was Roy. After lots of questioning from the police, and I've no idea... Can I just ask on that, when you say the only one, is that because the others had no evidence or because they were too decomposed... Well, we're going to find, sure. no, no, there are two that we actually know by the very end of the story had some form of poisoning in their system and the yep. other four we don't know and I'll get to that. Right. So after a lot of questioning, Jolly caved, confessing to all six murders with a sad motive of wanting to get the family assets and a nicer husband. After all, <gasps> Roy didn't appear to work, his parents were well off, Jolly wasn't a professor earning money and she was most likely reliant on her in-laws for everything. She seemed to actually quite like Shuva, if you remember the cousin, commenting to others that she'd like a nice husband like him. What she actually meant was she would like a nice husband who was him. (laughs) (laughs) A subtle difference but important. Exactly, exactly. What's a little obstacle like a wife and child when you are proficient in killing people with cyanide after all? More so, what's what's... I knew it. What's a reputation as a murderer going to do for his love for her? Like she's she so freaking disillusioned. She might have the MP though. Well, she well, might have, but at this point, you know, she'd killed six people or had she? No, she's not getting anyone to do anything for us. So I'm not MP. She's just. She's doing it all herself. Well, I read somewhere that one of the family members said we weren't really happy about the marriage, but then, you know, they got along really well and they were both in the same situation and they were widowed, so we kind of accepted it. According to the prosecution, she had to knock off Uncle Matthew because he was causing trouble insisting on a post-mortem for Roy. Remember, she killed Uncle Matthew allegedly three years after the whole post-mortem with Roy, though. It's not like she knocked him off when he started the conversation about needing a post-mortem. She was just lucky that effective detectives called it suicide at the time. Jolly had kept up appearances not only with her job lies but also with her piety. According to the Reverend at a local 
that the local Lord's Martha Church she was said to regularly frequent. Reverend Joseph, oh God, Kitsapura. <laughs> Reverend Joseph, oh God. <laughs> If only there was a Reverend Joseph, oh, God. That's like a Monty Python skit. All right. His last name is Kitsak Eparakal. Nailed it. No, I can't say it faster. Yeah, no, you've got it. You've got it. He said, she's not even a member of this diocese. She came here after getting married. Jolly was not a frequent visitor here, nor did she have anything to do with the activities of the church. Why is that relevant? Because apparently she was pious and she went to church all the time. She was a really good Christian. Sounds like you, Schmitty. Yeah, no, my priest would say, Schmitty who? Fair enough. I'm a total submarine. Maybe I surface at Christmas and Easter and that's about it. The point is that some people are saying, she lied about being a professor. She lied about being pious. She didn't go to church. She didn't do these things. Other people are saying, no, she did go to church. I saw her. So my point is that the things no, that are used no to No one that goes to church would no, no, no. do this? It's not, it's not about her being a Christian. It's about this establishing of her as a liar. If you lie about one or two things, you lie about everything and therefore we'll convict you for six murders. That's the point, right? Right. It's nothing, irrelevant, Your Honour. It's not irrelevant. Anyway, <laughs> after fourteen weeks of fourteen weeks of investigation, finally on January the first, twenty twenty, a one thousand eight hundred page long charge sheet was filed at the Tamarissery <laughs> Magistrate Court in Kerala, India. A thousand and eight pages. One thousand eight hundred. She didn't go to church. No, she did go to church. No, she like. God, can you just skip over that? <laughs> it's worse can you yet. read the back of, Can yet. you read the back of the cover? Worse yet, this was pertaining to the alleged murder of her first husband, Roy Thomas. So it's only about Is one charge. It? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And she was named as the prime accused. She was formally charged with murder, destruction of evidence, and section six, paragraph two, of the Indian Poison Act for crimes committed again uh, using poison, not committed against poison. Is, is she <laughs> that using poison? <laughs> is she the Indian formally charged with? No, she's still charged with. So that's, yeah. a, that's a prince joke. You just said she was formally charged. Formally, not beforehand, yeah. <laughs> as in officially charged. Goodness me, <laughs> that was my prince joke. I, I thought it was funny. It was great. It was great. After Surely four no other did. charge sheets of which the number of pages have not been disclosed, the final charge sheet was submitted on February the 10th, 2020. That's because no one got to the end of it. They just went, oh, five pages will do. Yeah. I'll read the prologue. Oh, you should, I've read some of <laughs> the... There's um, some bridging notes. Bridging notes. Right. There's someone highlighted it. I'll yeah, just read I've, those I've, I've read um, a couple of transcripts of the bail hearings. They're just fabulous. Anyway... By now, police had concluded that while jo- Jolly used cyanide in eliminating five of the six, in the case of her mother-in-law, Anama, 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 yep. not Anama, yep. and Anna. I love how you know Anna. what it's not, but you don't know what it is. Well, I know it doesn't start with an E. Anama <laughs> starts with an E. This starts with an A. She used the poison normally given to kill rabid dogs and sourced it from a veterinary clinic on the grounds that she wanted to eliminate her dog. Imagine going to imagine doing that in, in like Australia. suburban Australia. Australia. Go up to the vet. Can I just have something to I'm eliminate just after, my dog? I'm mm. after the, the oh, I, could you I just pick up a bottle of the what do you call it? Uh, 
think of a name. The dog eliminator. The the blue mute. I'm just reading that. Uh, your blue mute. Uh, sure, that's you know that's one for you know killing rabbit. On, yeah, yeah. Just give yeah, me. yeah. I've got it. I've, I've got, got a dog. I've got to eliminate. <laughs> oh, I want to go and eliminate that <laughs> dog. Could you mum some real? No way, love. Well. I thought you'd oh, like that. Oh, that makes sense. I thought you'd like How that. much do you need? What volume? Leader? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've got a few. Yeah. <laughs> After being arrested, Jolly was housed at the Corricord District Jail. <laughs> On February 27th, 2020, uh, Jolly attempted suicide in jail. She oh. bit her wrist. Suicide? I mean, she, she bit her wrist. Oh, oh, and oh. then rubbed them against the tiles and injured herself further. Oh, oh. According oh, to a no. statement that was given to police in the hospital. The courts that heard the bail pleas of Jolly and her accomplices, so other people have been charged as well, the men who sold her, who sold the cyanide, someone who received it on her behalf, both saying that they believed it was to kill rats and knowing nothing about any murders. And I think a person who notarised the allegedly forged will has also had charges put against them. Do you think that she bought the... Cyanide, and she bought it in a volume that she was ready to ready to sort of rock whenever she needed to. Did she have it like in the cupboard at home? Oh, no one ever yeah. checked. In the she, tea. Or, or did she have to go? Oh God, I'm gonna have to go down to the cyanide shop again and <laughs> oh, put it on my shopping list. I gotta do this again. It's not a cyanide oh. shop. It's actually she a jewelry. She had it in a tea canister. <laughs> what cyanide, is it? Cyanide is used in the production of jewelry, and so it actually was sold by a jeweler to another Here person. Here we go. Ah, oh, is that right? Yeah, and Here then there's a middleman somewhere, and then he gave. How it do you to know Charlie, that? Allegedly, well, they they've been charged with this. <laughs> of course, she knows that. <laughs> they've been charged yeah, right. with it. You know, it's fucking cyanide. As if she yeah, was. Yeah. Well, well, cyanide's well, not go. something you can get from Bunnings. It's not the cyanide shot card. That's oh, right. Oh, right. Okay. What about Mitre Ten? No. Stop it no, no, no. Guess again, girlfriend. <laughs> I, don't have a, I don't have a third guess. If it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. Home hardware, we'll just go to the third. Home yeah. hardware is another one. You're clearly going to the wrong jeweler shop. McEwen's have got bought out by Bunnings yeah, years Schmitty ago. Yeah, used to oh, work. Bunnings Warehouse. That's right. Bunnings is from Western Australia, isn't it? Bunnings Warehouse. Yes. Oh, yes. After the bail hearings, they've refused to grant her bail as the police had informed the courts that she's a person with suicidal tendencies. Well, it sounds like it. The bail hearing for her charges for the alleged murder of her mother-in-law granted her bail, but because the other ones didn't, she's still in jail. Since then, her second husband, Shuju, having been cleared of by police of any knowledge of her scurrilous ways, petitioned for divorce in late 2021. Normally, when you ask for divorce, you'd say things like, we have irreconcilable differences, or you might even cite adultery. But in this case, he cited the fact that Jolly had killed his first wife and child, his cousin and his uncle and aunt, and tried to set him up as reasons for divorce. He also said he fears for his life if she was ever released and he had to live with her. So I think that's probably likely to be granted. So since 2021... (laughs) I'm pretty sure she's been in jail. In fact, I think she's been in jail since 2019 when she was first arrested, waiting to start the first of six murder trials against her. Now, I did read an article from mathrabumi.com which <laughs> said the police are waiting. I like that word. Did you though? Mathrabumi.com. Mathrabumi. <laughs> Mathrabumi. It took me ages to find this article. It's almost Is it like Murderpedia the- or is it? No, no, it's yeah. a, it's a no. news website, but it's. It's effectively hidden in as much as very few people have covered this, but the police are waiting on forensic evidence for four of the victims to confirm that they were indeed poisoned. Now, this is interesting because 
everything I read prior to this pretty much suggested that it was a done deal. They were all poisoned with cyanide, no question about it. But this article about steel leaning forensic evidence was dated the 12th of April, 2022. <gasps> oh, so, recent. Very recent. They still haven't proved that four of the victims or four of the people who've passed away actually were killed with cyanide, even though the entire prosecution's case is that she's murdered all of them with cyanide, even though we know that Anna, Mama, Mama. was killed by the poison for eradicating dogs. Come and see the real thing. Are you done yet? Good song. Good song. Good one. Police say she confessed (laughs) to the murders, but apparently in Indian law, if you confess to the police, it's not actually... A confession? No, it's not admissible uh, admissible in court. If you confess to... uh, I don't know, probably because... (laughs) Because what? (laughs) (laughs) No, sorry, what was that? (laughs) Oh, my God. This is going to, oh, my God, you poor darling. <laughs> this is going to be such a hard one to edit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just um, written into the law. It's an actual thing that the law says, no, if you confess. And it, for all we know, it's to protect people who've had confessions pushed out of them or forced out of them. Or, or Who do made, you have to confess to? If you confess court? to, no, if you confess to someone else without any extenuating circumstances that suggest that you were pushed to do so or could suggest that you were pushed to do so, then that can be admiss- admissible. So, for so instance, you- at any time in the 14 years prior, if she had said to her new husband or her sons or someone, oh, by the way, I knocked oh. Granny off with the dog-eliminating poison, that with would be admissible. With a candlestick in the library. Yeah. But what if the police then have someone come to them and say, she confessed to me? They're That's a witness. Fine. Is that admissible? Yes. Yeah. It's admissible from so the perspective of So they can coerce someone to say that someone else did it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. It okay. must make the job as policeman pretty easy. It's like I'm not after a confession because it's no use to me, so uh, hi. <laughs> Come on in, grab <laughs> a just, seat. You just pay the meth head from down the road to say that they confessed and happy days, you've got a conviction. That sounds ridiculous. Mm. I'm sure it's not as straightforward as that, but I think the point you're trying to make is it, it, it on its own is not enough. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's I, right. No, what, what I'm, yeah. The point that Schmidt is trying to make or the point that I'm trying to make? No, the point that Caroline's making, I think, Because yeah. oh, hers is a reputable one, mine's just ridiculous. <laughs> I've well, done at least four hours trying to experience. work out what's been going on here. <laughs> at least yeah. four hours. Do you know, you're making me laugh before you said, this, this story's been hardly reported, I thought, because no one can do anything with the names. They can't make sense of it. So he'll just gone, oh, I did look into it. I am aware of it. But in terms of trying to retell it, I'm not going to. Oh, go there. Trying to retell, it would be so hard. I don't this know one's going to make front page. Oh, actually. <laughs> no. I'm a little bit worried about no, the names. I'll leave it, yeah. Roy Thomas. I mean, come in on. Kerala, oh, but, on but in mate. Kerala, this was like hot, hot news. Hot news in downtown Kerala, it was. sure. And, you know, everyone, everyone, everyone there well. was like scandal of the century. They are very convinced that they have got a, you know, massive serial killer on their hands. Sorry, I'm just sharing. Ooh. I'm just going to give you oh. the little timeline if you can see it. Can you see oh, anything? Oh, I was trying to work out why the house has got a name, but, you know, <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> now, don't ask me about the photos that Did I Did you showing. do that? No, I didn't. Is this, this is oh, wow. seriously? <laughs> it looks like who done it. 
So, for oh the, my god! Was it? Is there a candlestick in the den? Does the person you Brother are um, accusing have no hair? What I'm trying to um, do? No, they have a moustache. What's that thing where you flick him down? Who? Guess who? That's what yeah, it looks it does. like. Okay, so wife Jolly got it right. Just describe it for our listeners, please. So I've put up an image of like a family tree of all the people who've deceased in their relationship to Jolly, yes? You've literally plotted it out on a whiteboard. Well, someone else has plotted it out on a whiteboard Where's the? Where's, where's, the hu- where's the husband? Roy, who looks like. He's dead. He looks like that photo was like taken. Saddam Hussein. <laughs> <gasps> He looks like the photo was taken of him <laughs> after he died and they pried his eyes. And they drew a moustache on him. He looks more like Pablo Escobar. Yeah, it's not the best photo. Is this him either? And, and Anna Ma. This one. Over here. <laughs> that's not a good Anna MMA. Anna Ma. I told you it's Anna <laughs> a Ma. 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 Anna Ma. MMA. Mix, Anna Mixed Martial Arts. Is that her up there? Anna Ma. Yeah. Mixed Martial Arts. She, yeah. She's lost some of the definition on her uh, uh, facial yeah, features. Yeah, I feel like this photo's been reproduced a lot and so it's lost definition. Why has Tom Tom got a P in front of it? Why is it a P Tom Tom? It sounds like a rapper. Don't ask me. P Tom Tom. I P Diddy Poop. P Thomas looks like he could be um, black. And there's Uncle Matthew Manjadilio. Denzel Washington. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's Matthew Manjadilio. Where's Matthew? Over here. Oh, I yeah. didn't say his last name because I'm not funny, getting really that hard. name, Matthew. This is, there's something about these girls' names. That just See, that's actually their me. names. Someone else made this chart. I wasn't making their names up. And they're silly, I told you, although <laughs> I've seen it spelt with Mother an I. And Alphine, who I've spelt, also seen spelt Alphine. But why did she have to kill the mother-in-law and father-in-law? Oh, mother-in-law was well. This is what the prosecutor. Well, if she, if, 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 what, if what, she what's killed, the reason? Right? Why? So yeah, why she would have? Yeah. This is the story according to the prosecution and prosecution, the police. Yeah. Mother-in-law hassling her. Get a job. Get a job. She can't really get a job. She goes and pretends that she's a guest lecturer and a professor. She, the I'll mother, that, I think, yeah. mother-in-law may have been a retired teacher herself. And could have found out, and so she thought, I've uh, got to knock her off. So she goes. Right. Tom yeah. Thomas probably yep. wasn't really much of a threat, but he's got the title to the house and the family fortune. He's got to go so that Roy and her can have that. Then Matthew over on the other side, who is the brother of Anna Sorry, I thought it was Tom's brother, but no, it's um, I think it's Anna, Ma, Anna MMA. He wanted the post for him. And so he becomes a trouble. So three years later, allegedly, she knocks him off. And then Roy is just irritating, so she knocks him off. Oh, no, sorry. No, Roy, Roy went first. Before. Sorry, Roy, Roy went first, first yeah. yeah. Then Uncle wants the postmortem. Maddie goes, yeah. But then three years later, she knocks him off, allegedly. And then she apparently kills poor little baby Alphane mm. at a christening, which is just seems odd, by putting allegedly cyanide on a piece of bread and then Bold move at a christening. Also maybe meant for someone else. Two years later, Silly, the mother of Alphine and the wife of Sir Shaju, dies. I reckon she's given the cyanide bread to Silly and Silly's, or she's put it on Silly's plate and Silly's given it to the kid. Brother's son. Is that... P. Thomas. Yeah, he's a cousin. Son. So he's some other brother's son. Oh, right. Yeah, or okay, he's right, Matthew's yeah. son. I don't know. I'm confused. Matthew and son. <laughs> Who did she have the hot to? She had the hot for she had the hot for Shaju. Shaju is a looker, granted. Good husband, and she wanted a nice husband like him. No, she actually wanted 
him. Him. This is the story. And, see, you're laughing because it is ridiculous and that's why I'm led to believe that this is just a dumb story and this woman is being tried by suspicion and You don't media. think she's guilty? I think she might be guilty of some but not all. Which ones? I think she probably killed her husband. Right. All the ones with the red dots. Um, <laughs> I think she probably On killed her picture. husband. I think maybe her mother-in-law and even father-in-law died of natural causes. Sharjah is the only one other than her still alive. Are you kidding? No. He was frothing at the mouth. According to one witness only. Yeah, and we don't have that's enough. Ones, and that's we enough. don't have yeah, but a heart attack can cause frothing at the mouth too. The police obviously think that she's done it. The media thinks she's done it. Her family seems to think she's done it, and they've pretty much cut her off. The one thing for sure is she did forge her ID for the uni, lie about her qualifications and job to improve her status amongst her community. I don't know that that means she killed six members of her family. And I'm honestly not sure, and I doubt there's enough evidence in any of the cases to find her guilty. So it's an Indian, is it an Indian tragedy of epic proportions where a woman is found guilty and, by the way, could get the death penalty for it for a series of deaths that were not her fault at all, or is she a calculating cold-blooded killer? What do you think? I'm inclined to think the latter. All right, we're straight on. No matter how hard I try to point out that there is very little actual evidence other than circumstantial. I take, I take your point, and I, I'm not saying I'm not. I wouldn't be able to say that in a injury. You're quite right. There's not enough evidence, and I couldn't say that. But I think that she's played a hand in it. Put it that way. I don't think that it's just a well, what a winky dink. I think that she might have been participating a little bit of poisoning. I'd, I'd suggest that <laughs> a little bit of poisoning. A, a, yes, participating <laughs> in a little bit poisoning. of poisoning. Yeah. What are you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm just participating in a little bit of poisoning. Oh, that sounds I go nice. to a Christie. <laughs> bit of alcoholic poisoning. That's what I normally do on the weekend. Yeah. I think possibly one of the reasons that there's not a lot of evidence in the story is that it hasn't gone to court yet. And so I'd like to think that perhaps it hasn't played out in the media to its full extent because it's got to go to court. Yeah, I think part of the reason it hasn't gone to court is because there isn't enough evidence. <laughs> Is it not going to court though? There's Didn't you no say date she's been set. charged? She's sitting in jail. She's just sitting in mm. jail. There's no, there are no dates set that I could find anywhere. And sitting I and, in jail, and to the point on is, her wrists. <laughs> and you called and you called twelfth of April. Jails. <laughs> oh, seriously, I could not get off the phone. They just kept rabbiting on at me. No, I didn't. But in, <laughs> there is no evidence. Like I, what I looked for was court papers that said yeah. when. When a date was set, usually they. This was a huge media story in the area, right? There's lots and lots of articles from 2019. It tapers out in 2021, and the only thing I could find in 2022 was the reference to the fact that for four of the cases, there's no forensics on it. And they've gone to a lab in, is it Hyderabad? Yeah. That they're actually trying to get them to test these samples to see if there are any evidence of poisoning in them. Mm. So I'm, I I think you're right, Clarky, that it all could play out. But at the moment, the other thing I did read, and it was a very early on in the whole process, but the um, Huff Post India had an interesting article, again, buried 15 layers down, basically saying that when you speak to the, the investigating officers and all the rest of it, they've basically all said, oh, it's just a feeling that we had or it was a suspicion that we had. She's suspicious. She lied about this. She lied about that. Therefore, we think she probably did it. Did it, yeah. Yeah, so, look, if I'm if I'm putting my serious hat on. If you're going to be Occam's razor, yeah. A, li- a liar doesn't make 
a murderer. Mm-hmm. Someone who pretends she's got a different job doesn't make a murderer. I don't think in a real court of law from what you've said she would be found guilty because it sounds like there's no evidence. But there's every chance that she may do given the hype around it. Yeah. That said, and purely outside of the legal system, there is an awful lot of suspicion around someone who is around eight deaths, is it? Six. Seven deaths? Six deaths. Six, but the sister Renji, who I didn't talk about, apparently got very sick at one point, got treatment and recovered, and they suspect that she was a seventh intended victim. But I, but I don't know. If you eat some cyanoid, cyanoid, if you eat cyanide, how easy is it for you to recover? Well, you can, depending on the, the amount you have. Mm. It's, yeah, yeah. Did she not admit to these? Only to the police. Yeah, but and she's not admitted to And it's questionable <laughs> as to whether or not it was coerced. Yeah, so how severely you're affected by the cyanide poisoning depends on the dose, the type of cyanide, and how long you are exposed. She's pretty good at if she knocked all the others off, they all died pretty quickly. But yeah. Anyway, wow. there's no other, there's only a couple of comments or brief re- references to Renji possibly being a victim as well. So that's why I didn't really add her to the story. I think, in the interest of not influencing a case, it's probably hard to. Well, that's, that's hilarious do because anything. if you look up her name, every story about her is basically said she's done it, you know, alleged serial killer, serial killer, serial killer. So I'm not sure how much we could influence an outcome. That's all I'm saying. Like the, the outcome is so influenced already by the uncontrolled, unchecked media coverage. Yeah, and it's it's a bit like the Scott Peterson case we spoke about in that regard that you know, when the media gets out of control, yeah. the all the facts get lost. Absolutely. The only balanced article I read was the one from the Huff Post. Everything else was like she done it, she done it, she done it. And so that uh, that's as I went through cuz the first I I'm, I swear I think I've heard this story from another podcast and I thought it was a done deal, you know, like it was a this is a tried person doing time kind of thing, unless there's another serial killer who poisoned her whole family whose court name was Jolly. So I was quite surprised by the time I got to the end of it that I realised that she wasn't actually, she hasn't actually gone through her the judicial process. She's still in jail, you know, three years on, and yet the way that she, that she has talked about is literally she's done it. She's referred to as like this celebrity killer almost. She's got a bit of infamy. Yeah. yeah, but not from her. It's created by the press. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in some ways I think, uh, you know, the press are culpable because if she doesn't get a fair trial, like, yeah, okay, fine. If it turns out that Hyderabad labs say, yep, yeah, the cyanide and all of these people and the highest likelihood is that she did it, I'm not advocating to have a person who murdered people let off. I'm just saying she she deserves a fair trial. I mean, they're, they're, they don't appear to have looked for anyone else either. It's she was there the whole time. There's no other indication of anyone else that could be involved in this. Maybe there is no one else involved in it. Maybe it is cut and dried. I just wish there was enough hard evidence or or scientific evidence for me to go, yeah, okay, I feel comfortable with that. That's all. I'm quite happy to sentence them all for having names that I can't pronounce. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Um, For, you know, being Thomas's. What's what's with the Rob Thomas's cousins? It's 3 a.m. I'm feeling low. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Maybe we should sentence them all to a perpetual Matchbox 20 concert. Oh, that's oh, not I a sentence. Oh, after a couple of times it would be, I reckon. 
Nah, not when his button pops on his leather pants. Yeah, in <laughs> that's all right. What? No. Oh, we went and saw him on our last. You went saw him? Yeah, it's a couple of times. A couple of times. Oh, we like goodness me. Still, he's, I think he's a big hunk of spunk. <laughs> is he the one who did that Santana one? Where yes, he's like, I love that one. Yeah. Smooth. 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 Smooth, I love that Smooth. song. Yeah. That's it. So, yes, we don't want to prejudice any case, so you know, we don't actually have to sentence. But I did think it was a funny and b weird and c it's just interesting. And uh, as I said, I thought. I thought we had got to a kind of uh, we would get to a, an e- inevitable conclusion, uh, and then I ended it going. I'm not sure, but the two of you seem quite clear and quite comfortable thinking that Occam's razor, you know, the most obvious answer usually is. I can't believe so many people died of cardiac arrest <laughs> slash cyanide poisoning. Mm, and yeah, you know, I think it's if- unlikely, and it's not like they, you know, like certain families, you know, may have a you know, suffer certain diseases and whatever else. But it doesn't seem like that was particularly the case. As you say, I don't want to say anything given that it's a – We don't have to sentence her. The courts haven't sentenced her. We can come back to this at another time if she's ever found guilty and go yeah, the hack. Or say, sorry about that episode, turns out you were uh, innocent. I think I've done a good enough job of trying to say that it could go either way. I think you have yeah. and I, I think that's fine and I think that's I'm comfortable with that. I think that – um, I, I, something's not quite right, but as you say, without the evidence, who are we to say one way or the other? And if it's going to go to um, trial, then I guess we just wait and see. But you've certainly see. presented a very entertaining. Um, Still, was tale an interesting of, story, wasn't it? It was, yeah, yes. and a little bit crazy. Like, you know, it just was like, what, 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 who, how many, what, what? Why? Yeah. what? Hang on, yeah. So um, that is the story of Jolly Joseph. And nice one. I thought it was funny. So thank you very much for listening. We basically haven't sentenced that for anyone who was hanging out for that to happen. Uh, we'll wait until the Indian courts in Kerala bring Mrs. Joseph or whatever her name is. Call Schmitty and tell her what the result is. I'll follow it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, and then we'll come back to it. And that may take some time, I'm guessing. But anyway, we'll see how we yes. go. So, as every week, miss you already. Already. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Trial by Wine. You can contact us at trialbywine at gmail.com. Please rate, review and subscribe to Trial by Wine on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to support us, you can become a patron at www.patreon.com, Trial by Wine. Or visit our website, www.trialbywine.com, to donate to us. Your support will help us cover many more cases and apply wacky sentences. We really appreciate you listening and hope you tell everyone about us. Our cover art is by John Christo and music is by Beauchamp from pixabay.com.